Hi and welcome back to the Transfer Marketing Podcast. My name is Prashant Malkani and the topic for today is Hacking for Growth Marketing. For me, growth marketing is taking traditional marketing efforts and then adding a layer of insights picked up from multiple strategies executed and then quickly implementing them into actions for better growth onto the company's objectives and KPIs. Growth marketing tends to go through the entire funnel right from building awareness to retention, revenue and referrals. To help deep dive into this topic, I have Satya Narayan on today's episode. Satya has over 13 years of work experience and is currently a growth hacker and founder of Growth Meets. He has managed to work with many founders and CMOs across the globe. So without further ado, let's dive right in. Hi Satya and welcome to the Transfer Marketing Podcast. I'm really looking forward to today's conversation with you. Hey Prashant, happy to be here. Okay, so just to dive right into today's topic, which is revolving around growth marketing, there has been a lot of chatter around it. And largely what I have noticed is that either people who are just getting into the marketing industry or people who Mm -hmm. are looking at making that shift from, from one vertical of marketing to another is where most of the chatter around growth marketing is happening. So just mm-hmm. to start off with, uh, how would you define growth marketing for, for people who are interested? And also in the real world, there's a lot of theory I know around it, but in the real world, what what does growth marketing really entail? So, you know, growth marketing or growth hacking is how it's commonly called, but uh, I personally prefer the term growth marketing because growth hacking is something that, uh, you know, a lot of them expect. So, so when you talk about growth hacking, people expect you to give out some hacks, right? right? Saying, okay, do step one, two, and three, and then there you go, you get a million users. And then you have these many number of traffic visiting your website and then so on. Right. right, but in the real world scenario, that's not how it works. Right? right, maybe people do get lucky once in a while, and they, you know, get that peak traffic. But then, that hack is not something that can be sustained. Right, sure. and that, and and no company has ever been able to sustain those hacks consistently. Right. So, what what happens is here you'll have to. St- you know, thoughtfully, you know, start looking at the data, start analyzing your user behavior. Now that's extremely important and see where they're coming from, see what they're doing on the site, see what they like and don't like about your website, the design, the content, the information that you're sharing. And based on that, you'll have to analyze what kind of action they're taking. Are they taking the action that you want them to take? Are they clicking on buy now button or, you know, sign me up button and all of that, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, one is, you know, thoughtfully designing the experience around it and then making it easier for the end user. Hmm. right and removing all the hurdles to get them to the goal that you're trying to achieve now there are 100 things that you can do to remove all these hurdles yeah right and if you start looking at all of these individual pieces right now it's all a part of growth marketing yeah right so there is no one hack there which can help you go from zero to hundred yeah right because you'll have to do those hundred things and everything has to be thoughtfully designed even you know end of the day it comes down to you know how easier or you know how seamlessly a user can understand what you're offering 
yeah and then seamlessly be able to experience your product without any hurdles yeah and if you are able to do that i think you are well on your way to you know achieve that goal by using growth marketing techniques sure sure right now this is largely a simplified version of growth marketing right but yeah. of course once you start looking at it technically there are hundreds and thousands of other things that you can do here definitely uh, but just in one line if you just had to describe growth marketing how how would you possibly put it very briefly you know i would say there is no one size of it's all kind of a solution here right so similarly you can't have just one thing here but if i would say one line it would be you know data driven decision making for any yeah. marketing or product related activity okay yeah, yeah. and yes. and just for you know people as we spoke a little earlier for people who are looking at getting into growth marketing as a job function or people who are trying to make that shift do you think that there are any prerequisites required for for this or do you think irrespective of the background anyone who's really interested in it can get into it okay so yeah i think there are some very important skill sets that are needed for instance you have to be extremely good at you know basics and and I'm, i'm i'm going back to basics of digital marketing which is ppc adwords facebook ads yeah you know you should have good at least 3 to 5 years of hardcore experience doing this right right because yeah. uh, if you learn google adwords and facebook adwords it's all about targeting it's all about ab tests it's all about messaging copy uh, uh, you know ideating on keywords all of that i think those are the hardcore skills that are needed right sure. for a yeah. growth marketer followed by seo because again it is more like a supplement to your ppc or uh, you know inorganic traffic you supplement mm. that with organic extremely mm. important and when we talk about seo of course content is a big part of it yeah right so you sh- should know how to do content marketing yeah right? i think these become the base for mm. any growth marketer Hmm. right and uh, one thing that i don't see in a lot of growth marketers is you know skills around biz dev and sales hmm. right them sales or business development as you know something that is <laughs> see it something as a you know inferior thing hmm. right hmm. but i i personally think sales and biz dev is an underappreciated skill for yeah. a growth marketer hmm. right he should be able to get on a call with a customer and understand his pain point yeah right and then identify where the problem is whether it is in product or marketing or messaging the position of the product hmm. whatever that is and that all comes only when you get on a phone with a customer right right so i think these form the basic at least hmm. and this is absolutely necessary anything on top of that i think is an add on yeah and uh, is a good platform to build on as a growth marketer yeah true and you know something that or the way how you explained growth marketing it seems that growth marketing is not limited to the size of you know your company you're working for or the or the sector or the type of business you're working for i think growth marketing can happen in most verticals across you know across the sizes of different companies so what does growth marketing mean for a larger company versus growth marketing at you know a smaller establishment or a startup so you know if you talk to some of these folks at amazon or even google hmm. you know they say we are a startup 
right have you heard say that yes right? so i have yeah you are the biggest company in the world and uh, you call yourself a startup right. and uh, i i really appreciate that you know why because i think it's it comes from the place of you know how they think about their company their organization their team yeah. you know it it has nothing to do with the size the funding the money mm. they have the products i think it's largely to do with the mindset right Correct. so yeah how they think about the product the problem that they're trying to solve and yeah. how they align themselves the resources they have the people everything around it to you know one is able to be quick to respond yeah. to customer queries right yeah so so the, the you know if you look at 20 years ago right i mean mm. uh, in some in some companies even today when a customer says hey i have this problem that probably gets resolved after one year or six months or never true right but you look at all these fast growing product companies it gets mm. the update gets uh, you know resolved in a matter of 24 hours 48 yeah. hours yeah right if there is a bug next day you won't see that bug right which is why in a company like facebook you open facebook on your mobile phone you have a different interface you open it on iphone there's a different interface right tiny little changes so they say facebook as a company has like 200 ab tests running parallelly interesting right and that i think uh, comes from the mindset of a, of operating it as a startup and i think yeah. growth is not very different that way right so whether mm. you're a large company or a small company mm. the mindset of uh, you know growth is very very important yeah and the mindset of largely around solving the problem and then yeah. delivering the best product and experience for the customer i think it it really comes down to that when it comes yeah. to growth and and i think just to add to what you said so i completely resonate with that because i actually work for a brand who even though they are 30000 people strong mm-hmm. actually call themselves a startup the reason for calling ourselves a startup is is not because of the company size or how long we've been present in the market or the revenue we generate we actually try to call ourselves a startup just as you mm-hmm. also rightly mentioned from a thought process standpoint so we like to be mm-hmm. you know agile and nimble and these kind of things actually help resolve situations much quicker uh, rather than going through you know a traditional way of resolving things so i know we've discussed the similarities in a certain way between say a larger company and a smaller or a startup company but mm-hmm. what are the main differences that you have noticed when it comes to growth marketing for you know between a between a startup and a larger company for example okay oh, uh, that's an interesting question right so the difference largely uh, depends on the number of customers you have right yeah. and i can take a quick example say you are launching a new product altogether and uh, say you're competing with uber or ola for instance right so how many customers do you have uh, as of today zero right now yeah. what will you do for growth marketing now one of the first things that you want to do is of course you know get to at least 1000 installs mm. and see how it works in at least in a beta version to see how people are engaging with your app yeah. how convenient it is for them to use so what are the goals that we're trying to address here right the app has to be uh, the user experience has to be great 
uh, your end users must be able to use it conveniently all of that you're not looking at 10000 rides tomorrow so i think i think setting that goal becomes very important as a as a young uh, startup and the goal that you're trying to solve is you're trying to learn the customer behavior see if it is uh, convenient for them for them to use uh, make sure there are no bugs and yeah. uh, quickly get to 1000 users hmm. at a, without you know burning uh, cash right all right. of that your growth marketing activity largely revol- revolves around reaching out to these 1000 users and yeah. then literally take their hand and then walk them through the process yeah right now yeah. that a set of growth marketing activities that you are focusing on as a small company yeah but if your role are you probably have 10 million users already actively using on a daily basis yeah so basically Now, the the scale the objectives the kpis and obviously the budgets are the main differentiating factor so 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 you'll start going deeper once you start working for larger companies hmm. right so uh, a growth marketer can just be working on churn making yeah. sure that you retain enough customers for 3 years but that, that that's not the case for smaller companies you have to make sure you're driving users making sure they're not churning mm. you're also getting new users at consistently the same cost experience user experience and 100 other things yeah right so so here's my advice right so if you want to quickly learn growth marketing work for a smaller smaller company if yeah. you think you've already learned a good amount of growth marketing have that experience i think mm. it's time to go deeper yeah and then a larger company and then you know make that impact yeah so i think you know the amount of awareness the amount of conversations around growth marketing has been great but as per my learnings and understandings i feel that the amount of budget that is allocated for growth marketing is still a little limited plus also and you can correct me if i'm wrong plus also what i what i understand is that there are a lot of times when you know brands or companies start looking at growth marketing but probably have too much expectation of it with very little budgets Mm-hmm. So, an interesting example uh, that a lot of founders have come back to me with when they talk about growth hacking, right? So yeah. they always refer to Dropbox because <laughs> Dropbox is it's a mother of all growth hacking case study, right? Hmm. So they all say, okay, we want to grow like Dropbox, hmm. you know, uh, become a billion dollar company, all organic, hmm. but they conveniently miss out the details. Yeah. Now, what are the details? when dropbox was launched they were struggling to acquire customers right yeah. a lifetime value of a uh, customer hmm. for a dropbox a product like dropbox hmm. was something around 500 dollars hmm. and they're already spending upwards of 1300 1400 dollars on google adwords hmm. and we're still struggling to get that customer to yeah. pay the money yeah right and if you do the math this is not a sustainable business yeah substantial uh, losses yeah. by any measure hmm. right and then of course there's a story of how shonelis came in and then they launched the referral marketing campaign yeah and how it went viral right but then if you still look at the math right hmm. uh, the virality is there you know they reached out to millions of users organically all that is fine hmm. right but if you look at the math hardcore numbers the total number of users that they've got organically hmm. is around 35% interesting right hmm. so 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 if dropbox has let's say million users 
Yeah. Only 35% of them have come organic. Where are others coming from? They're still spending hundreds of thousands of marketing dollars in PPC campaigns. Yeah. Right. So you have to back it up with paid marketing and then supplement that with organic, right? So organic and paid has to go hand in hand, but then, you know, it's not like it's, it's only organic keep going on forever. It, it never happens that way. Yeah. You definitely need to back it up with paid marketing. Yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense. So Satya, just one final question uh, before we end today's episode. We've mm-hmm. spoken about growth marketing, growth hacking throughout this entire episode, but maybe if you can just help delve a little further down into growth marketing and possibly help us understand what are the different kind of verticals or objectives that generally companies try to look at when it comes to growth marketing. And also, you know, as per your past experience, is there any certain vertical or objective that really stands out? Interesting. So here's the thing, Prashant. A lot of these uh, startups or companies are looking for growth. And in many cases, what they mean by growth is customer acquisition. So they clearly say, okay, this is where we are at uh, X number of customers. In next three to six months or 12 months, we want to grow to X X number of customers. Yeah. So, so that is generally the ask that Hmm. comes in. Right. So, and that's very straightforward. And then we uh, look at what are the kind of growth channels that are out there. Uh, what is the possible solution, whether it should be PPC content, SEO, organic, or anything else that can add to it, right? Yeah. Or the partnerships uh, and uh, yeah. referrals and so on. So there's a whole lot of experimentation that goes out there, right? And that generally is the ask when startups or startup founders talk about growth. But here's a new mm-hmm. development, the new trend that I'm noticing, right? And that is largely to do with LinkedIn thought leadership. Right, Because mm. a lot of them have realized that LinkedIn is an excellent channel for organic growth, right? And yeah. having a, a powerful presence on LinkedIn can open up doors for them and not mm. just to acquire customers organically, but also to reach out to investors sh- to show them what they're doing in terms of product. Uh, you know, how they're disrupting the industry and so on with mm-hmm. uh, very, very focused, you know, thoughtful content around the product and the industry they're working in, right? And uh, mm-hmm. this kind of thought leadership I have seen has definitely benefited startup founders, right? And mm-hmm. uh, these days I see startup founders uh, come back to me and ask me, Ki, hey, I've, I've been doing great in terms of business revenue, customer acquisition, all that is great, but I don't have a presence. And because of which I'm losing out on, you know, uh, some bit for the company. Right. And uh, this is where I think... Uh, a lot of them are slowly moving towards because everyone wants to be the next Elon Musk. And in Indian context, yeah. they want to be the next Kunal Shah, right? Uh, what's what's interesting is, uh, uh, you know, I also have people from US reach out to me and then here in India, uh, you know, they reach out to me asking for thought leadership. That I mm. think is a very interesting development. Mm. And uh, this will continue for sure because... Uh, if you can't be a TikTok star, hey, you can still do that on LinkedIn. <laughs> job, yeah. Right? So. yeah, interesting. 
great yeah. so yeah so i think this wraps up today's episode and i think you've been able to share some great insight episode so thanks thanks again uh, satya for coming in and sharing today hey thank you so much uh, prashant for having me and uh, absolutely love talking to you i loved all the questions uh, i'm sure a lot of them have these questions but you know coming from you it definitely you know helped add a whole lot of context there so thank you so much for inviting me for this episode thank you a short message for those who plan to start their own podcast you can visit www.hubhopperstudio.com hubhopper is india's leading podcast creation platform Start your podcast with Hub Hopper Studio and get your voice heard across multiple platforms. Click on the link in the episode description to know more. And for the rest of us, hope this episode was useful for you. And if you would like to know more about this topic, you can reach out to Satya on LinkedIn. And in case if you have any doubts, feedback or just want to spark a conversation, you can catch me on LinkedIn, Instagram or Twitter. This is me signing out for this episode and looking forward to seeing you on the next one. Subscribe to the podcast for regular updates and one last thing, don't forget to stay curious.